Hi guys, welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. We're going to get probably more on the slightly side today than the spiritual <laughs> side today. Slightly, slightly spiritual. We're going to get slightly more on the slightly side and less on the spiritual side. Oh, well, we had a really interesting reaction to the Lucky Girl Syndrome podcast, which was kind of fun to like read like the comments and the questions and like what your beliefs are over the course of like the last week it was really fun to see yeah we're definitely doing a part two or follow-up on that we're going to give it a moment to breathe but then yes it's quite the hot topic I feel like right now like as well I think I said this last week of like the universe obviously wants some some people someone to know something about the ability to manifest right now because I just feel like it's everywhere everywhere so um more to come it's been like interesting too on TikTok what I've noticed is like there's all of these like mini like not necessarily like lucky girl syndrome but like spirituality quote-unquote like hacks I guess that like influencers are like branding or whatever like that have like come out of this whole thing and I'm like oh my god so I'm like constantly like getting served this content and like I keep hitting like not interested not interested not interested so I'm like I want to see other shit I'm like I want to see like a pasta recipe like I don't need like this is not what I want so anyway it, it's just been interesting to follow and like in the Instagram DMs people have said everything from like I was thinking the same thing as you guys to like people being like no, you don't believe it until you try it and then it works or like whatever. So super interesting, but I think we're going to do a future episode on not necessarily lucky girl syndrome, but like, I guess like the original, not like creators, but like basically like Abraham and Esther Hicks and like Mm -hmm. the law of attraction and, and going more in depth on it. Yeah. So I'm going to reread my book, which I just noticed has a Borders sticker on it. Do you guys remember oh that bookstore? Yes. Blast from the past. Um, just it recently was like totally random, not even slightly spiritual, has nothing to do with spirituality, but like was when like your mom used to take you to like Barnes and Noble or something when you were younger to like get books. And it was like the most exciting thing in the world. Yeah. Like, I used to love that. Yeah, I did too. But we used to hang out like at the not I didn't do malls. We had like an outdoor mall near me. I mean, I guess it's a mall, but it was an outdoor thing. Yeah. We used to hang out there and go see a movie and then go to like, yeah, go to Borders at Barnes and Noble, pick out your CDs. It was wild. It was, it was wild like, times, guys. You know, the hot thing to do. It, it was like the only thing to do. Like, I don't know. It was wild. Uh, wild. But anyway, so Cindy and I were chatting before we hopped on a little bit about anxiety and what our body is saying when we're anxious, which I personally am an extremely anxious human. I've done a lot of work on this over the last number of years. So I'm like very interested in this conversation. That is all I can say. <laughs> okay. Well, this started because I wanted to share an experience that I ever had over the weekend and it started, what was it? Friday night, Friday night. So like Friday into Saturday morning, I woke up at three 30 in the morning with extreme anxiety. I mean, woke me up out of my sleep. Wasn't even having bad dreams, sweating, like couldn't catch my breath, heart racing. 
stressed to the max. Like, and I was like, did I eat? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what did I eat for dinner? Like, what is caught? Cause I'm, I'm, this is not, it's not really me. Right. Get up. I like, you know, cooled myself down, like whatever. Had some water that could not go back to sleep. So I was up at three, three in the morning for the rest of the morning, just like watching videos and stuff on TV and stuff. Cause I was trying to get myself to go back to sleep. Get up. I'm like wired. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be so tired. No wired. I mean, like I'm on like high alert. My body is like something's happening. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go about my day. I'm just going to like, I was having, then by then the anxiety started to like creep into my head. Like I felt it in my body first. And then my mind started going of like, what's going to happen? Should I even get in the car today? Should I cancel my lesson on Tosh? Like what's happening? And I was like, I'm just, I'm like, no, I'm like, I couldn't even meditate. I was like, I'm just going to get out. I'm just going to go through my day. This will get better. Like, it's going to be okay. I also had some like upsetting, like stuff come through and like, and I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to breathe. I'm just going to breathe through this and like move on. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Get to the barn, ride Tosh. After I got off of Tosh, it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. After I got off Tosh, I felt like a little better. I was like, okay, I made it through my ride. Like I'm getting through my day. It's all going to be okay. Blah, blah, blah. I'm putting Tosh away and I look out the door. It started snowing. Look out the door and a horse had fallen outside at the bar. It happens, right? You slip, you fall. I mean, we, it happens to horses too. Normally they get right back up. This horse was not getting up. So me and this other girl, the first two to get out there. And as soon as I like locked eyes with this animal, I was like, my anxiety, like dissipated. It like just totally disappeared. And I was like, what in the fuck is happening? I'm like, this is when I should be having more anxiety, right? Like this animal can't get up. And he was like, fine. He was, he was breathing fine. Like nothing broken. Just like (laughs) would get up. So uh, we helped. We were like trying to get some traction under him, some shavings, blah, blah. He was older. Um, kind of bigger and um, we were doing all this work nothing so we started calling for help like in the barns and people more and more people come out and as we're waiting for more help to come I just looked at this horse and he just died and I was like oh he's done he's he's this is it like they're not going to be able to get him up he's done and after I had that thought, like th- someone else showed up and I was just like, okay, buddy, it's okay. Like, it's okay if you can't get up. I just said that to him in- intuitively. And then they were like, we got this, we got this. And I was like, okay. And I walked away. Three hours later, they still couldn't get him up. They finally called the vet and they were able to peacefully say their goodbyes and make him comfortable and all the things. But I just walked away and I was like, oh my God, that was what my anxiety was about. My soul system body knew something was going to happen today. And it was going to be bad. I mean, it was like, he was like very beloved and one of their favorite horses at the barn. And just, he was older. He was like, had a bum leg, like just, you know, there's, you know, they still have a life. Like they can still, horses can live in like their thirties, like late twenties, thirties. Like they can live a long time. And he was not even 20. I don't think he was younger. But my point in telling everyone this is that like, that is a lot of times what our body is trying to tell us with anxiety, with like nervousness. It's like alert. Something's outside our comfort zone anxiety specific. It's like, Hey, you need to be alert. You need to pay attention. Something's happening here. It doesn't feel right. And so the problem is, is that in our day-to-day lives, when we're having this all the time, that's our body's way of trying to say, Hey, something in your day-to-day environment does, isn't in alignment, doesn't feel good, isn't working. And I think what happens is why we have it such a, like, I'd say like a chronic thing of it is that there's so much within our reality and our environment now that isn't congruent with our soul that it doesn't know how to turn off or it doesn't turn off. And then if it's not turning off, then of course, like I said, then my mind started racing about stuff that like, that wasn't 
like didn't, that I didn't need to worry about, but then that's where the mind tries to take over being like, okay, this isn't working. I don't like this feeling all the time. We got to take control. We got to try and control things. We got to try when really it's just the body or the soul trying to tell you, Hey, something's not congruent. This doesn't feel good or something's yeah. going to happen. Or like, Hey, this isn't, this isn't in alignment with us or pay attention to this, be on alert. Something's going to happen today, but it's it, you, when you're constantly in that state, you, your body eventually doesn't have turned off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was reflecting on this of like in life and just one, so that when stuff like this happens to people, like pay attention and note, like, Oh, this is what it feels like when my body's trying to show me there's something that's going to happen today that might be bad or might be uncomfortable. Or this is what my body's trying to show me when I'm just nervous about getting outside my comfort zone. Like start keeping a log or a mental note when things happen. And then you're like, oh, this is, this is what this means. And the same thing happened to me in college. It was not this like succinct where it was within hours that I figured it out, but I had extreme anxiety about like joining a sorority. And like, I was literally like the night before I was supposed to like pledge or whatever because I had already rushed already been selected all the things I bowed out like I was like I just can't do this I have too much anxiety I'm I can't do it well it turns out the sorority got kicked off campus and I could have been expelled because it would have been me that was like it was like an incident with a girl and like all this other stuff and it like could have been me and I was like well thank god I didn't join that sorority because that would have been a one a waste of money and two they got I mean not great to have them kicked off campus so it's just stuff like that where it's like you gotta trust your gut and your instinct mm-hmm. and we need to start like acknowledging this and understanding that it's not always bad to yeah. have the anxiety. It, when it, beco- it becomes a problem when it's constant or chronic or when you're not, when we are not addressing or listening to the feedback. Yeah. So it was, just, it was just a fascinating thing. And just, I mean, I just was like, could not believe that like within moments of like the situation happening, I was like, oh, this is what, this is why I was, my body just knew like my soul just like knew and I think that horse's soul like the fact that I was the I was the second well really the first person besides to show up like it's just like what are the odds you know what I mean like it was just crazy just so crazy so um so I'm not sure of like the right way to word this but I guess do you how would you start to differentiate like if you're somebody that just is like nervous and anxious hopefully is working on it whatever um versus like anxiety gut feeling intuition like your soul telling you something like is that different for each person and it's just a matter of like tuning in to different situations and like figuring out what feels like this versus this or is there like another way I guess to like differentiate the anxiety from like anxiety that's just kind of like there but doesn't really have a purpose that's like kind of almost like fearful do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so part of it is gonna I truly gonna I feel like for um, most of it gonna be a little bit of trial and error basically what you're talking about is discernment right how do you discern between what's the just your mind making it up worry and what's actually coming from like your soul anxiety, right? Because all emotions are technically from our soul trying to communicate things to us, right? So, I mean, part of it's gonna be just trial and error to discern like, okay, when I feel like this, this, it typically means this. When I'm feeling this way, it means this. And also for like good feelings too, of like when I'm excited or feeling this, it means this is like, this might happen later. or This is a good thing for me, or I really like this, right? Like some of it's also in the other direction. In 
in a more succinct way, I would say I, this type of anxiety that I felt that was coming more from my soul was truly in my body. It was not in my head until like, it started going on for so long that I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what's it like? Then I started to be like, what the hell is happening? Right. But I would say when it's coming from like your soul, it's going to be like more of a physical potential feeling in the body Okay. where it's like, it originates almost like in the heart area. I mean, I guess you could have mind create like racing heart, but it, this felt more like, or when I've had this event, it feels more like it's coming from my body and my mind can't make sense. I'm like, why? Why? I'm like, I couldn't figure it out versus the other way where it starts in your mind. And I feel like then that creates like the running anxiety or like, you know, it's a, it's a constant loop of like, well, what if this happens and this happens and this happens and this happens and what if this, and then you, then you go down this fear-based path yeah. and then your body starts to like, like, yeah, then you get a racing heart and you get stressed and you get tense and your neck starts hurt, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that is where it's more like a snowball from the mind where like you can follow a train of thought per se, or something that you saw on TV or something you saw on TikTok or something that someone said to you, it's like someone planting something in your mind and your mind ruminates on it over and over trying to make sense of it that yeah. then causes the anxiety. So I'd say it sort of depends on where you feel like it originates. Now I'd say the constant the constant chronic anxiety is probably neither of those things. That's probably, I would almost say like a product of our environment of a constant overstimulation. Yes. It's not coming from your mind. It's not coming from your body. It's just like, you never, if you don't get a break and it's just like, you're constantly feeling this like energetic. Yeah. Like, heightened awareness, stress. Really overwhelmed now. And like, I know we were going to talk a little bit about TikTok, but it's like, I was actually thinking about this like last night I was scrolling TikTok and it just is like constant like yeah you'll get like a cooking video a fashion video like a funny like I don't know if anybody's seen like the frat wedding thing this week um but like then you get like this conspiracy theory like yes. you know what I mean and then like every yeah. other video is like that now and I'm like yeah when did TikTok become this like crazy like yeah I don't know. Like I got one last night. I was like, the government's going to take everything away from us. And they're going to put us in, you know, these houses and all we're going to have is our labor. And blah. and I just was like, oh my God, like, it just is like this crazy fear mongering. Like, yeah. this is my theory and everyone should get on board. And like every other video is like that. And I'm like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with even something as simple as like, I like watching horse videos, shocking, you know, just fun, like horses jumping big jumps or I don't know, like somebody teaching a tip about grooming or someone's cute outfit. And within, I kid you not within three or four videos, it's a horse like crashing through a fence or something bad happening. And I'm like, I don't want to see this. I, I'm not here to watch this fear. Like you're going to make me nerd. I'm already not a nerd writer, but I'm already like, you know, I'm not like, but like, why, why do I want to see that? But it's like, even something as simple as like, you're watching a horse video and it's like, yeah. Did I, did I ever talk, did I talk on the podcast about Meghan Markle's speech when I saw her speak? Have I talked about that? I don't know if you're taking a break during that time. I might've had COVID after you saw her. Oh, maybe. Well, long story short, I got to hear her speak at a, um, for a charity for women's. It was amazing. I mean, whether you like her or not, it was cool to hear someone yeah. just it was all about women's rights and just and just uh like youth and like girls becoming women and just what we can do to support them and education just like it was a huge wide variety of topics it was very interesting yeah. just I mean I like her but it was interesting anyways one of the things she talked about was this exact thing of she was working with um as part of her 
Archwell Foundation with moms who had either lost girls or people, children to suicide, or they had had suicide attempts, or they were anorexic or bulimic. And the girls were like, I was just going on TikTok initially to look for a recipe. Like I Googled a recipe. And by the end, I was in the bathroom wanting to throw up because I felt like I was going to get fat because the videos that started showing up to your point were negative and all these girls were super skinny and not healthy and like this there and they were like and then they that happened and then once you get down that path it's like really hard to like backtrack out of it but unfortunately that's how social media is and I don't know why the algorithms tend to skew towards negativity Uh, regardless whether it's a horse jumping video or a cooking video or yeah, whatever. They all tend to skew then towards and If you're not aware of it, if you don't have like your own, like, like you, you're like, I don't want to see this. Like if you are, yeah. don't have a firm belief in what you know and want and things <laughs> in life and not that you're influenced, but it's, it's just, again, it throws you off. You're being constantly on overload. You're constantly my bar. You're constantly being like, wait, am I wrong? Is this going to happen? Yeah. Could that be me? And then that's just, that's going to cause anxiety. And that's the mind, right? That's like that mental anxiety I was talking about where like your mind starts spinning and then it eventually goes into the body, right? But it's just, we're constantly bombarded with it. And she was making the point in the speech she was giving or the talk she was giving about, you know, parents don't even know how to like stop it or look for it. And like, even myself, like, I don't know how to make this stop. Like how many more times can you say unclick or not interested? And it keeps coming back up. It's like, what are you going to do? You know? So it's a, I don't have the answers. It's just, it's an interesting, um, I guess, product of the society that we live in today or the technology that we have today. Yeah. No. And, um, talking about like the, I guess like the negative side of it. So before we got on, Cindy was asking me about Lashgate on TikTok. Oh, yes. Uh, Let's talk about that, please. So Cindy hasn't seen it, but literally it's not like the original like pain point, if you will, is not even that exciting. Like literally it's this TikToker, her name's Michaela. Um, She's like a big beauty TikToker. And like, I'm not like a beauty, like that's not like what I consume. I'm not like a makeup person, but like, even I know who she is and she's like, you know, cute and funny and like very real and um, just very likable. So she did an ad like last week, I want to say for a new L'Oreal mascara and people are accusing her in this mascara, like before and after of using false eyelashes. And I guess, and this totally makes sense as somebody that like does influencer work and like writes influencer contracts for brands, like in these beauty, um, contracts with these like influencers and these brands specifically for mascara I guess it always says in there that the influencers are not allowed to wear false lashes in the videos so she's claiming she's not wearing false lashes and people on TikTok are like you're absolutely wearing false lashes in this video but it has literally snowballed into this massive thing where everybody's talking about it Um, I think his name is Jeffrey Starr, who like got into a lot of trouble for something. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a beauty person, but he used to be like a really big beauty YouTuber. Like after years of not reviewing makeup, not posting a single video, like came out of the woodwork to like pick this apart and like review this mascara and is like ripping her apart for it and saying like she used false lashes. And um, like it literally has gone as far as like 
people have like zoomed in on her eye with like the before and after of the mascara to like count her eyelashes versus oh like oh my god it's crazy oh. um but I saw this and it's so funny you brought this up because I was thinking about like just how much negative energy is getting poured into this one like silly video that's like a mascara review and people are acting as if it's like the president of the United States like hiding the fact that there's aliens or something like it's like crazy it's crazy so that is what you missed okay um thank you for the recap I appreciate it I have so many thoughts I don't I don't know where to begin um maybe I'll start with the end one which as you were saying that about like the government and stuff I was laughing because I feel like my first intuitive thought after you explaining it is that this is misdirected anger from the masses Mm -hmm. towards an individual because we have been duped and lied to over the past three years so horrifically Mm -hmm. that now that there's something that the masses, the collective, the TikToker, talkers can, is that a thing? TikTokers? TikToks? I don't know. I don't know. The people using TikTok. Peeps can the what? Peeps the peeps that now the peeps can whatever can can actually prove is not correct that they are just latching onto it. Yeah, that is my first intuitive thought. Is this is misdirected anger because we've been lied to and so much misinformation? Not even misinformation, but just not complete information coming out. Like you know, things being twisted over the past few years or only certain. Actually, shouldn't say the past few years. It's anything. Only certain cherry picking facts to like send to people or whatever, you know. Yeah. And then this, where it feels like you're being lied to or whatever, and claiming that it's true when you know it's not. Like there's been so much of this over the past few years that I feel like it's all coming out now towards this one yeah. person because they now that people have proof they can be like this and that, you know. Yeah. But I really feel like it's just because I don't think it would be this big of a deal if the last like three years hadn't happened to us. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it feels like it's been blown, like, so far out of proportion, and, like, I just, I, like, the video popped up on my timeline where the person was, like, literally counting her eyelashes before and after. Too much. Sitting there, and I was just thinking to myself, like, who has time for this? Yeah. And who chooses to, like, put this much time into, like, this stupid thing? That just shows you how like charged and how frustrated people are about like people lying. And I'd say this even goes to like the news even today. And maybe they're not, not all newscasters like lying, but it's just such a, it's such a curated specific narrative that we're being fed by the, I'd say the big mass news out, not everybody, but the big mass news outlets. And it's like, People know in their gut it's not right, but they can't really prove it. And so now when something comes up that they can, they're just, you know, again, I feel like it's misdirected anger. Even the alien thing, which is funny, because like how many years did the government deny it? And then there's been, there was a disclosure event, what, like last year or a year ago or something where they actually admitted, oh yeah, it's there. Now, of course it didn't make it to the mainstream masses because it wasn't fed to them to be able to say it, but it is out there. You can Google it. Like they do admit like, oh yeah, there's stuff like that out there. It happens. But how many years did they lie about it? You know, it's just like, it's constant. It's kind by the way, it's still happening with certain things. It just is, but this is where you have to, I said from day one with all of this, you got to trust your gut and your intuition. And like, you can't listen to everything. That's, I mean, nothing, you can't listen to it. You just have to decide if you're going to take it on as truth or not. Like you need to put it through your own internal meter. Um, just like with the mascara, like 
Do you think it actually does this or not? Probably not. Like, go buy some falsies, baby. Like, get on the same page. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I mean, I get it. I get it. I get people are mad. I get it. Uh, but I think it's misdirected anger from like the past, like just years of stuff we've been dealing with. I'm also curious to know from you or like if there's anything like you think about this or like you pick up on around these types of things, but like when there's so much collective anger, like directed at this type of thing, like how does that impact us energetically, I guess? Like, does it do something to like, not the planet, I guess, maybe the planet, like society, like it's like, Cause I'm like, I'm not participating in it. Like you're not participating in it. Like, yes, there are certain people that aren't, but like just the fact that there's so many people with so much anger, like around such a silly thing. I'm like, I feel like that can't do nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pro- it, there's okay. I'm going to butcher this. Cause I haven't looked at this in a while, but it is proven. There's a, I don't think it's the Schumann or Schumann break Schumann frequency. I don't think it's that there's a different, like frequency that or that they can measure on earth god i need to i should probably google and look this up but anyways it is measurable there are tick upticks in um this frequency on earth they can measure scientists can measure it when there's like big disasters or when there's big good things happening or very negative things happening like the biggest ticks that they i remember is like 9 11 there was a huge uptick actually in a positive way because everyone was rallying together to help support the united states and the families that lost people and the first responders and everything there was actually an uptick of positive like and like love and then yes it obviously goes down when there's like a lot of hatred and negativity so they can actually measure that when there's enough people focused on something um so yes it do, i mean if you and you figure if it can impact the energy of the earth and it's measurable then obviously it's impacting us like on a day-to-day basis. Um, again, if you're choosing to be involved in it. So. Yeah. It's just nuts. I'm, it's funny. I'm yeah. glad because I like, I don't know. The whole thing is just interesting. Yeah. But. It's just, again, I just feel like it is people need something to talk about and occupy themselves because they're bored with their lives. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'll probably never admit that, but I mean, again, like to your point, like we don't have time for that. Like I don't have time for that. <laughs> So I don't know. We've got bigger concerns. <laughs> what? We've got bigger concerns. Yeah. Like where the hell my new microphone went that I ordered for this podcast that's now missing. I'm just kidding. It's not a big concern, but I finally probably something I should like look at more often, but also I'm like, what's the point? Like it's not like we're doing it for this, but I was looking at like our thing on iTunes for the first time and we got 24 thousand four hundred downloads in this past year so Cindy and I maybe we should get better audio equipment (laughs) yeah thanks guys thanks for putting up with our terrible mics and our apple airpods that are great but just aren't the best quality and um yeah on that note I tried to order a new mic for everyone because of that and it I don't know it's not it got it's not here so it's gone yeah so not that that's a real big problem, but like I said, I have other things to worry about. <laughs> Not the fact that mascara doesn't work great. I mean, hello, how many people, how many different times have we like tried mascaras? You know, the only beauty person that I follow is, and don't laugh everybody, but, um, oh my God, I'm like blanking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, housewives um, in New York. Why am I blanking on her name? I was just looking, Bethany, Bethany Frankel. Oh that's yeah. That's the only person yeah. who I love following because she actually reviews like 
regular yeah. drugstore stuff that we can afford. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how much you guys, but yeah, I love her stuff. She's funny when she does. It's like shit that's worth it and shit that's not shit yes. that's not at the level. Exactly. I'm like, these are the kind of videos I want to watch. Not some promoter influencer who got paid to promote her mascara. Like she's not going to give me an unbiased review. I want the person who's like not paid for this stuff. At least I don't think Bethany Frankel's paid for all these things. No, Bethany is the reason that at some point I'm going to order when I remember to do it, the Chanel cream bronzer. Cause everybody is oh. like, it's at the level. It's at the level. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, good. Should we talk about our last topic? Yeah. Go. Anna Delvey. Yes. Anna Delvey, she has a okay. reality show coming out. Crazy. I know. While she's under house arrest at her apartment, New York City apartment. Um, for those who don't know, there's a is it a Netflix show? Oh God, was that Netflix? I think, I think it might Netflix. be. I'll have to fact check that, but I think it might be. Okay, yeah, don't 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 quote us on that one. But anyway, she has a show, and it's it's actually she doesn't. Someone I think it was Netflix did like a scripted show about her life. Yes. And so it's characters that are cast. The uh, woman from Ozark is on it. I forget her name. Oh, Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, Ruth from Ozark. That's not her actress name. Anyways, she's on it. She's amazing. She's like, so anyways, about the story of Anna Delvey. And it was while she was in jail, like they, you know, shared the story and everything. But now she's out of jail. She's at home on house arrest. And she's going to do her own reality TV series because people are still so fascinated by her. So we were talking before we got on today about like, why are people so fascinated by her? And then let's not just stop with her, but like these shows on TLC, like Sister Wives and 90 Day Fiance and My 600 Pound Life. Yeah. Or like the Chris, is it Christie's? Christie's? Yes. is that their I last name? God Chrisley or whatever. Yeah. Actually, they live here. Well, now they're, um, in-, they're in jail as well. They, yeah. I just, that's how they went to jail for tax evasion or fraud or something. I don't know. Anyways, but like, why are we so fascinated with these people? Like, Honestly, I don't know. And it's like, I don't watch any of the TLC shows or like stuff like that, but I, I, like, I love Bravo. Like I love housewives. I love summer house. Um, I do get sick of it every once in a while. Like right now I'm like, the only Bravo show I'm watching is million dollar listing. I'm like so far behind on like Miami, Salt Lake city. Like, I don't know yeah. what else there is, but I, I like go through phases and I like, I do think about it sometimes like, why do I find this? So like, not even interesting, but like, I just find it like relaxing. I don't know what it is about it. I also don't watch the TLC shows as well. I find them kind of just obnoxious and also like it's not real life. I mean, it is someone's real life, but like for the majority of people out there, you know, this, you're not going to marry someone in 90 days. Like, it's just, it's just not real. You know what I mean? And I just don't have the time or patience for things that aren't like adding to my life or aren't like making me like think interestingly. I'm on a huge rent house to home, like renovation kick. I'm watching like all of the shows. Like, I mean, I can't name one. I've seen it. I'm like obsessed with them right now. Um, but Anna Delvey, I do love partly because I find it fascinating, like con artists, like how do people, not how do they fall for it? Cause I mean, like it could totally happen, I think to anybody, but like what motivates them? Like the con artist people, like, and especially Anna Delvey, like why is she still like compelled to be in the spotlight and like 
I don't even know if she's making money off the, I mean, she might be off the reality show, but I don't, I'm pretty sure she did not make any money off the Netflix show because it was scripted and not, I mean, besides her life story, didn't have wasn't, what? Like it didn't have anything that she had no say. Yeah. I don't think she was consulted on it. I don't think she, like, I don't think she made, so I'm like, what is she doing all this for? Like, what is her motivation? And why are people like this? And also like, imagine if these people that were so good at like conning others, like put their energy towards like good things. Oh my God. I know they could actually like, like, what's like crazy about it is even like that guy, Billy McFarland. It's like, they have the ability to do, he was like the fire festival guy. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah. They actually have the ability and like the brains to like do legitimate things. And like, they just choose not to. Yeah. What makes you choose like that route versus like an altruistic route where like you'd probably be worth millions of dollars have everything you want and like also not be at risk of like going to jail right and like losing but like why do you have to like con people out of money or like have you convinced yourself are you so you've lied enough they're like said it so many times you convinced yourself that it's like true yeah and but it's not I don't know it's just like a crazy yeah I don't know. I mean, I do think that they convince themselves. Like I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we talked about this before we got on the podcast. I think it's no different than people convincing themselves that like, you can't make money doing something that you love, or you can't quit your job to go do your dream thing, or mm-hmm. you're never going to meet anybody. I mean, like I literally, I know these are two, they're very different things, but like, I think it's the same thing. Like you repeat something so frequently to yourself or your parents have or your, your whatever have that you believe it. You believe that this isn't possible for you or vice versa for like these people, they believe it is possible. They can have these things or they're worthy of these things or they deserve these things, even though it's wrong. Like I just, there's a fine line between insanity and genius. Yeah. It becomes like ingrained and then you have to like deprogram yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. it's fascinating. Yeah, it is. Um, I feel like it all like almost ties in together, like the crazy reality TV stuff or like whatever with like the TikTok stuff, the negativity, the like, it yeah. just, to me, it's just all so similar and it's yeah. time on the planet. But I think it's also one last comment. I don't want to give spoilers away in case anyone hasn't finished season two of White Lotus. I haven't, but okay. I also am still on season one. So, Okay. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll just say spoiler alert if you haven't finished it. I'm not going to like give too much away, but I am going to talk about. So I'm just going to say what happens at the end with, um, I think it's Tanya is her name. The main character who like Jennifer Coolidge, Jennifer Coolidge's character. Yeah. Isn't her name Tanya? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, the thing that happens at the end of season two with Tanya's character, (laughs) I saw coming like quite a few episodes before. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I'm gonna say but I've talked to a lot of people who are just like I had no idea how did you pick up on the boat and I just find it fascinating again I'm like like there are people like this out in the world like this is I mean it's obviously a scripted show it's not based on real things but like true life is sometimes not that far off from these like shows you know what I mean so again like speaking to like people who convince themselves or believe or like I'm like oh my god like I saw this coming a mile away or at least something to the effect of what happened I'm just gonna leave it there and other people were like, I had no idea. I was so shocked. I'm like, were you, were you watching the same show? Like, <laughs> what? So that's all I'll say. I thought it was very interesting. But this is why I'm like, I, I don't know. I think people just either are so distracted, they're not getting it, or they don't, like, they're not, they don't believe that it can actually happen. So they don't think about it. I don't know. I find all this stuff, like, fascinating. Like, I love thinking about, like, 
the human psyche and like yes. what who thinks what and I was shocked at how many of my friends and like people on Instagram were like I had no idea I'm like I mean like uh, it was just funny anyway so if you haven't watched it I highly recommend season two is better than season one I would even say you could skip season one and start with season two but someone I said that too was like how how dare you suggest that I'm like because they're not really like there's a few crossovers but not a ton between the two seasons so anyways good to know actually yeah I mean there's really it's different cast which is not a secret that's not a spoiler alert you can look that up it's like mostly a totally different cast so interesting um, yeah it's kind of like those um is it like the ryan murphy that started that with like it's the same it wasn't an american horror story it was like the same title but like each season is different like there's a little carryover but there are a lot of i think he started that like years ago and now that's kind of how white lotus is i don't know if they can continue that way but there's very few characters that like from the first season or in the second season so we'll see what happens for the third season i don't know if they're going to continue that or if they'll bring back a lot of the same people who knows but we'll find out i guess stay tuned all right you guys stay away from the tiktok negativity let us know what you think about the anxiety piece and we'll be back for a more in-depth episode next week so thanks for listening bye bye guys